Hello and welcome to the Viasat Podcast. I'm Alex Miller with Corporate Communications. And in this episode, we're going to focus on residential internet and why satellite internet from Viasat is a great option for many people in rural areas where millions are still un- or underserved by other internet providers. And, you know, some recent developments have made satellite broadband from Viasat even more appealing. So to help explain, we have with us today Steve Mesnick, Viasat Vice President of Marketing. So thanks for being on the podcast today, Steve. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Well, to start, I, I think it's fair to say that there are some misconceptions out there about internet delivered over satellite. So so, uh, what are some of those myths, and uh, what's the real story? Uh, so, for for years, people have thought that you know uh, satellite internet has not uh, evolved at the same pace of other technologies, but that's actually far from the truth. Uh, many in the past, satellite internet was considered to be slow or very restrictive in the amount of data you can use. But uh, the evolution of satellite technology has really gotten to the point where there are speeds up to 100 megabits per second. Their data allowances now, they're significantly higher than they were in the past that allow customers to do many of the activities that they care most about. So how did Viasat improve the service that's available so dramatically in uh, just the past few years? So there, there are many ways we, we improve service, but the, the, the easiest one, or maybe I shouldn't say easiest one, is to launch a new satellite into space, right. which isn't quite so easy. Uh, but that increases the amount of capacity available for uh, customers to use, therefore uh, allowing greater speeds, allowing larger data allowances. But it's not just the satellites themselves. It's also the other parts of the, the network, the terminals that people see on their homes. There's the ground network, uh, which is where the satellites talk to uh, back on Earth. And all these pieces, they come together to provide a much better experience for customers over the last few years. And I know one of the things that Viasat likes to talk about is our vertical integration and in that, uh, you know, unlike some other satellite providers, you know, we kind of own you know, and operate everything from, from the modem all the way up to the satellite and to the ground systems and all that. And it, it tends to make things just work a lot more smoothly. Yes, yeah, so that's that's an unknown thing, I think, is that, as you put it right there, is you start with uh, everything from what you actually either plug the, your computer into or the Wi-Fi you use in the house is produced by Viasat. Um, the satellite terminal that sits on your roof, produced by Viasat. The satellite in orbit, again, produced by Viasat. And what that allows us to do is to make sure that everything works perfectly with one another. This isn't one of those situations where we're saying, I'm sorry, that piece of the the puzzle isn't working right, and that's not us. Right. We have responsibility, and we make sure that every single piece works to give customers the optimal experience. Great. Well, I know one of the things that we're focused on as a company is related to that, is, is setting expectations uh, for our customers and then meeting them. So I wanted to ask, what, what are some of those expectations that people have of their internet provider, and how are we working to meet those? So when a customer buys internet service, usually it, you'll see it, uh, they'll buy it based on a few things, price. Uh, the speed of the service that they're buying, usually ve measured in megabits per second. And there's also uh, oftentimes the amount of data that a customer can consume over a given period of time, usually a month. And so what we're trying to do is be very clear so a customer knows exactly how much they're paying, what their bill is going to be, how much speed they're going to get, and how much of the data they get at that given speed uh, throughout a given month. So the idea is if you can communicate those clearly to all the customers, they'll know exactly what they're buying, and it'll meet their expectations. So, you know, many people who live in urban areas that are used to getting, you know, pretty high speeds may not even be aware of, of the, the problem in, in other parts of the country where there just isn't good internet options available. So what does that look like even today that might surprise someone who lives in, in say, a city? So what you often see is you have a lot of competition in a very urban area. So take the middle of a metropolitan area, you might have a cable option, you might have a fiber option. Now you're seeing um, certain wireless carriers offer uh, 5G, fixed 5G, or 5G to the home. And so what's happening is you see an intense amount of competition in a very small area. High density, uh, lots of people, 
but a very small geographic area. And what happens is the people who live outside those very dense urban areas get forgotten, right? Uh, the cable company chooses not to offer cable service out there. The DSL company chooses not to lay fu- uh, copper lines that far out there. And it's all because they don't believe they can get a sufficient return on their investment by putting cable or fiber uh, or DSL out past certain areas where the great thing about satellite is we we launch a satellite in the sky and basically we have coverage and we're happy to offer someone no matter where they live we are not beholden to the fact that a it costs us more money to string a wire uh, a cable wire a certain amount of feet more so satellite is a wonderful technology to be provide much greater coverage than dsl uh, cable or fiber ever could. Right. It really is uh, great at filling in a lot of those gaps that, that are left by those what we call terrestrial providers. So what can you say about the, the technology that Viasat offers today that's uh, different from the earlier versions of satellite internet? Yep. So the biggest one would probably be speeds. Uh, I think when Viasat first started launching service, um, you would see speeds 1.5 megabits per second, 5 megabits per second. And at those times, actually, that service was very good for browsing the web or for uh, sending email back and forth. Now we're able to offer speeds at packages we have start at 12 megabits per second all the way up to 100 megabits per second. So you can actually do things like send large files and you know stream a certain amount of video and you can partake in the things that basically the internet allows where in the past uh, you never had those speeds. And then along with speeds also is the allowance of data. Where it used to be you might have a gigabyte of data or two and now you could have 30, 40, 50, 100 gigs of data, 150 gigs of data, and this number just continues to grow. And so those are the two key differences are probably the speed and the amount of data that a customer can consume in a given month that has uh, exponentially increased since satellite began many, many years ago. And, you know, we have talked about capacity, and it really, it all kind of boils down to that, is how much, how much you know, data you can put through the pipe, which is the, goes up and down through the satellite. And with the streaming, uh, music, and especially video, you need more capacity to make all those things work. Yep, so there's a couple things you mentioned there. One is, you have to have, there's both downstream and upstream. So downstream uh, is, how much are you pulling down? How many pictures can you download, or music can you uh, listen to, or videos can you stream? And then you also have the upload, which today with social media becomes very important, right? How fast can you upload that image you just took so that a family member can see it? Or video calling is two-way, right? So you have to have upload and download. So that's part of the evolution of the technology is to make sure that we don't forget that upload, which is becoming more and more important with the amount of um, kind of social media type communications that occur. So uh, thinking a little bit about the future, what is Viasat working on that'll make our service even better in in the coming years? So one of the key things is we have a new uh, satellite constellation we call Viasat 3. It's actually uh, three satellites uh, that cover largely the entire uh, Earth. And those will be launching over the next uh, about three to four years. And what those satellites do is they offer a few things. One, much greater coverage. So more people in the world actually can have connectivity. And then you also have much greater capacity, which means we could offer larger data allowances and higher speeds to more people. So three things, right? Coverage overall, more people have access to it. The people do have access, get a faster speed, and they have more data that they can uh, consume in a given month. Just to dig into the numbers a little bit, it's interesting to think about the Viasat three satellites and that they have, each of them will have a thousand gigabits per second. Also known as a terabit per second. A terabit. Uh, and so a thousand versus, you know, like our Viasat one satellite had, I think, uh, 100 
140. Yeah. Yeah. So huge uh, jumps in capacity, which will really make a difference. Uh, and, and also uh, the amount of earth that they can cover is, is astonishing. So another thing that we have in the pipeline is uh, kind of a, a hybrid solution. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So one of the um, uh, very fascinating things I think that Viasat is working on is saying, look, we think satellite technology is great, satellite internet. But however, there are also options where if you combine satellite internet, for example, with another service. So let's say a, a home is able to get DSL. Let's say in the past you were able to get three megabits per second DSL. Maybe that's not a great service by itself. You combine three meg DSL with a satellite service, and you actually have a cable-like service uh, that customers can get who don't have access to cable, for example, by combining the very high speeds that satellite is able to offer with the uh, very sort of fast, low-latency connections that DSL is able to offer. When you sort of marry those two services together, unknown to the customer, right? They just get, they feel like they're getting one internet access that's actually combining two together. Uh, it could be a significantly better experience for customers. Right. So this is fascinating. So the, so the router uh, at the, the person's home kind of makes decisions about which, which uh, data goes over which network. You're basically plugging in a satellite uh, connection and let's say a DSL, or it could be LTE, or it could eventually be 5G. And you're combining two connections into a single router. And then the router basically, with our yeah, kind of network, is making determinations of when's the best time to send what type of data over which network. So if, it's, if it requires something like gaming that generally... Uh, needs a low latency type connection, you might send it over something with lower latency like DSL or 4G or 5G. If something needs really high speeds, like downloading a large file, you would send it over the satellite. So to the customer, they're sort of getting the best of both worlds. Right. And so you talked about latency a little bit. And real quick, that just refers to the amount of time it takes for a signal to to go up to the satellite and back. And, be, and because our satellites are in high orbit, there, there is a, it, it is a... It's like a brief pause before the, uh, the data starts flowing into your... Right. Your home. And and for most applications, it's not a big deal, but there are a couple that are particularly sensitive to it. You referenced gaming, mm-hmm. uh, virtual private networks. And so and so this hybrid thing would kind of uh, offset some of those. Yeah. So, so right now, if a customer calls up today and we talked about expectations, right, if they're interested in satellite internet, we tell them, hey, if you do a lot of uh, real-time gaming, right, um, satellite service might not be the best for you. And now we're saying, look, we think with this hybrid technology, we have a way to actually expand the universe of customers who who we can meet their expectations by having both the low latency and the high speed data network. So, uh, so we talked about capacity and and you know how important it is to have that uh, the ability to move that uh, the, the larger amounts of data, uh, and then the other one is is coverage, which is uh, you know how much of the country are you covering or how much of the world. So, can you talk a little bit about uh, the availability of our yeah, services? Sure. So, so Viasat two, our, our current generation satellite, largely covers uh, much of North America, a little bit of. Latin America, uh, most of the Atlantic Ocean, uh, all the way to, I think, right about London. And with Viasat 3, uh, one satellite, Viasat 3, the first one, will be able to cover largely all of the Americas, both North and South America and Latin America. And then our second satellite would cover all of Europe and Africa. And our third satellite uh, is going to cover basically the APAC region, Asia Pacific region. So between those three, at that point, you'd have true global coverage. And you might say, well, Okay, I just happen to live in you know one one place in the United States, one state. What do I care? Right. Advice had his coverage over over uh, the entire world. Part of it is if you happen to get an airplane, which is something we we provide service to as well, you'll be actually able to fly across the entire world, go from the United States to China, and and back. Uh, and have coverage the entire time via these high-capacity Viasat-3 satellites. Or uh, 
we provide service to the uh, U.S. government. And for example, there are times where uh, we are putting people uh, in harm's way in different parts of the world and uh, they need to bring their own network with them. And, and Viasat, by having global connectivity, is able to allow our military men and women, wherever they are, to make sure they are connected at all times, no matter what country they're deployed in. Right. And, and right now, there's a sort of a patchwork of, of satellites around the world that kind of make that happen. And so uh, one one network would really be a pretty big improvement and also a, a lot more capacity, I think, is out there now. So so some, you know, theoretically, you can think of a somebody in a, on a naval ship in the middle of the ocean being able to, you know, Skype with their, you know, their kid at home or things like that. It's pretty fascinating what uh, what's possible with that. Yep. Even today, if you look, a good example of, of our services, so uh, JetBlue Airlines, which happens to be a great partner of Viasat, uh, we have enough capacity so that every person sitting in a seat on a JetBlue airplane can stream Netflix or any other video service, right? And so if we're able to do that on a plane at 35,000 feet, I always say, what, imagine what we could actually do in a home. Right. Where, where it's just stationary and it's not moving at 500 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, a little easier to, to hit that target. So, all right. Well, um, it sounds like, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot to think about uh, if, you know, if you haven't uh, looked into satellite internet and you're, you're out there in a place where you, you can't get, get very good service, it's well, well worth a look because things are getting better and better all the time. So thanks a lot for taking the time to talk with us today, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we look forward to checking in uh, maybe uh, next year sometime and seeing uh, what, what else is new. All right, great. Have a good day. 